Well, I am going to go ahead here and read from Proverbs chapter 9. Proverbs chapter 9, starting in verse 1, says, Wisdom has built her house. She has hewn out her seven pillars. She has slaughtered her meat. She has mixed her wine. She has also furnished her table. She has sent out her maidens. She cries out from the highest places of the city. Whoever is simple, let him turn in here. As for him who lacks understanding, she says to him, Come and eat of my bread and drink of the wine I have mixed. Forsake foolishness and live and go in the way of understanding. So this is very interesting. Uh, The first six verses here of Proverbs chapter 9. It talks about wisdom being a firm foundation. She has built her house, hewn out her um, seven pillars. It's a firm structure, a very solid structure. Wisdom is something you should build your life upon. You know, and it says wisdom has slaughtered her meat in um, verse two. She has mixed her wine. She has also furnished her table. In other words, again, just showing a house that is fully prepared, something to you can build your life upon. You know, she cries out. She has sent out her maidens. She cries out from the highest places of the city, verse 3 says, um, meaning she's calling out to you. Are you a person that is seeking out wisdom in your life? Or are you living like a fool? Are you living in foolish ways? And wisdom is something that every one of us needs to be able to be guided and directed through this life in a proper way. You know, we see today in our society many people acting like fools. And we also see, unfortunately, our society, um, you know, giving in to the way of fools people that don't obey the law, people that disrespect authority and all that kind of stuff are being seen as, you know, people that should get attention rather than people that should get disciplined. You know, we can go and we can read in the New Testament book of Romans chapter 13 and we can see what it talks about in regards to the government of law and order, which the ministry of a love outreach, the teaching ministry that we have. I have a teaching on YouTube and uh, on, you know, a podcast form on many different podcasts platforms where you can listen to that teaching called the government of law and order. But in verse four here, it says, whoever is simple, let him turn in here. As for him who lacks understanding, she says to him, come eat of my bread and drink of my wine that I have mixed. In other words, get some wisdom, folks. If you're simple, that is if you're stupid, if you're behaving stupid, if you're hanging around with stupid and you're acting stupid yourself as a result, well, you need to get some understanding. You know, it's only going to lead to your death. It's only going to lead to you uh, being you know, put to shame in some way, shape, or form. You know, God has designed wisdom in such a way that, you know, we can benefit from wisdom. We can prosper from wisdom. We can have a good life from wisdom. Now, when I say prosper, I'm not talking, uh, immediately everybody's mind goes to 
finances, but I'm talking about just a good life. I mean, do you want a good life? I mean, wouldn't you like to have, you know, uh, your own home and a well-kept home, you know, have your own car to drive, have a wife, have children, carry on your legacy, you know, and if, and if it's a woman who's listening to me right now, wouldn't you like to have a husband, someone you can have children with and, and carry out your legacy? Remember, we're talking to young men and women here as we read the Proverbs in most cases, you know. So, and wisdom is the key thing to get. You got to get wisdom and you got to get understanding. You know, um, verse 6 says, forsake foolishness and live. What's the opposite of that? Well, act like a fool and you die. Disobey authorities, disobey the law, run amok, do this, you die. So what? So what if you, if the legacy that you, you leave is, uh, well, you were killed by law enforcement, but yet you're all, the legacy you also leave is you were a drug dealer and, you know, you know, violent criminal and you stole from people and all of that, you know, what, what does that leave for the children behind you? What does that leave for your namesake? There's no wisdom in that. And you need to get wisdom and you need to get understanding and you need to forsake foolishness and live and you need to go in the way of understanding as verse six says. Many people choose to do the opposite of that. You know, they think it's cool. And look, when you're young, it's easy to want to be cool and look like a fool. In reality, you are a fool, you know. So it's very important as a young man, as a young woman, that you get wisdom and you get understanding early in your life as to what the truth is. What is a good life, really? What is the good life? What is it? Well, let me tell you. I can give you an answer here. The good life is what God has for you. The good life is to go in the way of the Lord, that's the beginning. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. That's where it all starts, where you follow the Lord and you follow his commands. He's your maker. He's your creator. Doesn't I don't care what your religion has told you or what you believe in your mind or what you think. Nothing changes the truth. Jesus Christ is Lord of all. He's the King of kings and the Lord of lords. Okay? So verse 7 goes on and says, He who corrects a scoffer gets shame for himself, and he who rebukes a wicked man only harms himself. Now, there's a lot of wisdom right there in that verse as well. You know, sometimes you got to know, and, I'm, and I'm, I'm, I'm talking to people here who want to keep the law, who want to do what's right, you know. Sometimes you got to realize what you're dealing with. If you're dealing with a scoffer, if you're dealing with a wicked person, you, you got to deal, you know, you got to use wisdom when you're dealing with that person because they're just going to keep acting like a fool. No matter what you do, they're just going to keep acting like a fool and you're going to end up getting yourself into a situation or into trouble where you're just harming yourself because you're trying to rebuke a wicked man. Now, when I think about law enforcement, for example, police officers, it's their job to go out and take care of people that are scoffers and wicked people that are out stealing cars or, you know, out robbing places or, you know, uh, you know, just those people that are acting like fools, right? So... But, man, you got to get some wisdom when you're dealing with those people and realize it's, you're only going to harm yourself if you're trying to correct a scoffer, if you're trying to rebuke a wicked person, you know, somebody that's just been trained up in evil, has no sense, they're a fool themselves, and it comes back to harm you if you're not careful. So 
Verse 8 says, Do not correct a scoffer lest he hates you. Rebuke a wise man and he will love you. So the bottom line is, is, you know, when you're trying to correct somebody that's doing wrong and you're trying to put them on a straight and narrow path or you're trying to keep the laws of society, you're trying to keep peace in the neighborhood or whatever it may be, and you're trying to deal with this fool, this scoffer, right? Um, he's just going to hate you. He's going to hate you for it because he's ignorant. He doesn't know any better, right? But when you rebuke a wise man, he will love you. If, see, if somebody's wise, they're going to re- receive instruction. They're going to receive correction. They're going to go in the right way. They're going to walk in the path of righteousness. You know, they're not going to act like a fool. So there are people out there that are wise, and there's people out there that are fools, okay? And uh, verse 9 goes on, Give instruction to a wise man, and he will still be wiser. Teach a just man, and he will increase in learning. That goes on to the end of verse 8 there where it says, Rebuke a wise man, and he will love you. Same thing when you give them an an instruction. If they're wise, then uh, they're going to just become wiser. Don't, don't ever put yourself in a position where you, where you want to stop hearing wisdom, where you cut off people that are in your life that can give you wisdom. A lot of children do this to their parents. You know, their parents have raised them up in a certain way. Maybe they raised them up in the Lord, trained them up in the way of the Lord. And then when the person gets older, the kid gets older, he or she thinks, well, I, I, I can't hear anything more from my parents. You know, I already know everything, that type of syndrome. And uh, that happens, you know, to a lot of teenagers. It's a shame when it happens to 20-year-olds or 30-year-olds um, that when they're still, you know, that unwise. But ver- that verse 9 goes on to cont- continues on there and says, teach a just man and he will increase in his learning. So you always need to be willing to learn and to grow, you know, and there are people around you that are older than you. And especially if they're your parents, you're to honor your mother and father in the Lord no matter what. They're the ones you honor above all else. They're the ones you listen to. They're, they're, they're the ones that you take heed to in the way that they're living, in the way that they're seeking the Lord themselves, and you can learn from them, okay? Verse 10 goes on and says, The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, and the knowledge of the Holy One is understanding. I quoted that verse, didn't I, just a little bit earlier. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, and the knowledge of the Holy One is understanding. That's where it all begins. You need to come to reverence the Lord in your life. Fix your eyes on Him. Not fixing your eyes on religion, not fixing your eyes on churchy Hannity, not fixing your eyes on any of that kind of stuff, but fixing your eyes on the Lord first and foremost and His Word and building your life upon that foundation. And the Lord gives you wisdom. And wisdom, as we talked about at the beginning of this chapter, is a firm foundation, okay? Verse 11, for by me your days will be multiplied and years of life will be added to you. Think about that. A wise person has years of life added to them, right? The foolish person who's running, running amok out there, being ignorant, acting like a fool, ends up dead. Ends up dead because they're not living a wise life. They're not living with honor and respect of others, respect for the law, respect for society. So they get what they end up deserving, okay? Doesn't, it doesn't matter. It, do, it doesn't matter what the laws are saying today or how things are happening today. There is a firm foundation, and that's what you know, the Word of God points us back to, a rock that we can build our lives upon. 
So we, got, we have to be careful that we don't go in the way of society, but instead we go in the way of the word of God. Look at verse 13. A foolish woman is clamorous. She is simple and knows nothing. So it's not just talking about men, you know, not, not just talking about the male species, right? Women have the ability to be foolish themselves, to act like fools, you know, to be loud and proud and run their mouths and all of that kind of stuff. And the, the Bible just says she's simple, meaning she's ignorant, she's stupid. She knows nothing, right? For she sits at the door of her house, verse 14, on a seat by the highest places of the city to call to those who pass by, who go straight on their way. Whoever is simple, let him turn in here. And as for him who lacks understanding, she says to him, Stolen water is sweet, and bread eaten in secret is pleasant. But he does not know that the dead are there, that her guests are in the depths of hell. So Solomon here is instructing his son in the way of wisdom. Okay, And there are some foolish women out there that live like the world. They live just like the foolish men do, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eye, the pride of life. And they like to do things that are deceitful, do things that are secret. You know, like she says, bread eaten in secret is pleasant. And other things do, in other words, do things in the dark, do things behind the scene, do things that aren't right, you know. But the way of the man of God, the way of the woman of God is to walk in uprightness and to walk in the way of truth, righteousness, okay? Now we know that Jesus Christ is the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through him. We know that Jesus desires us, desires for us to walk in paths of righteousness, right? He desires for us to seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. So the man of God, the woman of God, the human being that, that is not a fool needs to be seeking the Lord. When in everything they do, in everything they say, the way that they live their lives on a daily basis needs to be focused on the Lord. You should have no, if you're out there, again, you got to be careful, young man, young woman, in the way that you're living. If you're out there, at times you shouldn't be out on the streets doing things, you know, uh, you're going to end up, you know, if you're hanging around the wrong people, you're going to end up in situations that you wish you never got yourself in. But there is a way that you can walk. There is a way that is truth. Okay, now the scripture also tells us in Proverbs that there is a way that seems right to a man, but the end thereof is the way of death. So there is the right way and there is the wrong way. There is the, the way that leads to life, a good life, and there is the way that leads to your death, the death of your physical body. But even more important, and everything I've just told you from the scriptures here is so very important, but even more important than your physical body is your soul. Jesus said, what shall it profit a man if he gain the whole world and lose his own soul? Or what shall a man give in exchange for his soul? In other words, the utmost importance is who you are internally. Have you been born again? Have you given your life to Jesus Christ? Today is the day of salvation. 
Today is the day for you to decide. That, and look, look, let me bring this up too, right? Because maybe somebody has come upon this and, and you know, you're thinking about your own life or somebody you know and that person that maybe is out there acting like a fool. And maybe that person, and oftentimes that person is fatherless. They have no guidance in their lives, no wisdom. Maybe they have a mother in their lives that tries to guide them and tries to lead them. But, and, and, and they don't yield to what their mother teaches them either, right? Because they act like fools. But look, there is a father who is above all. He is God, our father. And he loves you. He loves you so much. And he desires for you to have what's good. It doesn't matter what society does. It doesn't matter what lot in life you know, you find yourself in. In other words, doesn't matter if you live in a poor neighborhood or a rich neighborhood. Doesn't matter if you were brought up with nothing or you're brought up with everything. Doesn't matter if, you know, you're a have or a have not. God loves you and he has a life for you and God wants to be your provider. God wants to lead and to guide you through this life. And he will do so by his spirit, by the spirit of the Lord. The Holy Spirit will come and indwell you if you will surrender your life to faith in Jesus Christ. If you have any questions on how to do that, go ahead and reach out to me. One way to do it is via email, dave at aloveoutreach.com. Another way to do it is by going to our website, aloveoutreach.com, and filling out the contact form. I'll get that email as well. You can find us on Instagram, A Love Outreach. I don't really post much on there at all. Uh, I hope to someday do a little bit more posting kind of stuff, but busy you know, to the point where I can't really focus on all of that kind of stuff. But we have a Facebook page for A Love Outreach, same thing. Really don't post much on there. But the point is, is you can reach out to me, and I'd love to guide you, and I'd love to direct you through this life And what I will do is actually just point you to the Word of God and to the ways of the Lord. But if you have any questions, you have anything in your life that you need help with, I'm here to do that. I'm here to help you for that, with that, okay? So God bless. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. Uh, Actually, I'm saying thank you for watching because I'm used to, to doing this kind of thing on YouTube but in reality, I'm, I'm actually not videoing this at all. This is totally just a recording. But anyway, God bless and hope to hear from you. And we will see you or you'll hear from me next time when we post another teaching from a love outreach. God bless.